Today, we're talking about conflict in Russia and Sudan, a sports update, a surge of migrants at the southern border, and other top news for Monday, May 1st. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the week. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. Psalm chapter 111, verse 9. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Battles continue on the other side of the globe. Ukraine shot down two drones and 21 of 23 incoming missiles on Friday, but two missiles struck an apartment complex, killing 21 civilians. Russia defense officials say the long-range missiles were targeting Ukrainian military reserve units. Ukrainian officials called the civilian casualties part of Moscow's deliberate and illegal intimidation strategy. In Sudan, fighting continues despite each side announcing ceasefires. Over 525 people have died, and 4,500 have been injured. The international community continues attempting to broker peace while countries work to extract their citizens. Hundreds of U.S. citizens have already left Sudan, according to the State Department, thanks to intensive negotiations. A U.S. government-organized convoy evacuated Americans from Sudan's capital, Khartoum, under the protection of armed U.S. drones. Here's a verse to consider when the news, international or local, has you feeling fearful. I prayed to the Lord, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Psalm chapter 34, verses 4 through 5. Sports are still sporting. The collective few, eh? You heard Saturday night was the sound of Toronto Maple Leaf fans celebrating their team's first playoff series win in nearly 20 years. As the NBA playoffs dribble on, one participant is celebrating moving on to the next round in a unique way. Friday, Phoenix Suns forward Kevin Durant became the third NBA player to ink a lifetime deal with Nike, joining LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Finally, after a record 41 trades, the NFL draft concluded Saturday. With the final pick of the draft, the LA Rams selected Toledo's Dizwan Johnson as 2023's Mr. Irrelevant. One of the most emotional moments of the event was when a Dallas Cowboys scout had the honor of calling his son to tell him he'd been drafted by the team. There's much we can apply from sports to our real lives, teamwork, perseverance, and even loyalty as a fan. The commitment of athletes to their sport can encourage us not to give up as we seek to win an imperishable crown at the end of our faith journey. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25 says, Now everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. They do it to receive a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. Uncle Sam's southern border is already crowded and is expected to get even cozier. Title 42, the COVID-era restriction that allows quick expulsion of certain migrants, is set to expire on May 11th. Its removal will make it harder to deport migrants but increase consequences for repeat crossings. Meanwhile, it's unclear when potential changes to the asylum process, including barring migrants who traveled through multiple countries to reach the U.S. from seeking asylum, will go into effect. For months, officials have been preparing for, and still expect, a surge of migrants after May 11th. But it appears many migrants want to get in before the last bell. Last month, the Rio Grande Valley facility averaged holding 1,200 migrants each day. 
On Friday, it was holding over 7,000. Many migrants are reportedly getting information, some false, from smugglers and social media. While the Bible does not speak to what policies a government should have on immigration, it specifically calls out foreigners and strangers as groups that Christians should love and treat fairly. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 18 says, He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow, and loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. This episode is sponsored by The End of the Road Podcast. Imagine your longest day of travel, then keep going. The End of the Road Podcast explores what God is doing in some of the most remote travel-for-a-day-by-canoe-through-jungle places on the planet. Each week, you hear an interview about places you'll likely never go, cultures you'll likely never experience, with people you'll likely never forget. It's part adventure travel, part extreme mission, and entirely worth your time to listen. Find The End of the Road wherever you listen to podcasts. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. A massive manhunt continues for a shooter who killed five of his neighbors, including an eight-year-old, after they asked him to stop firing a semi-automatic weapon in his yard while their kids slept. Officials found clothes and a cell phone abandoned nearby, but said yesterday that the trail had gone cold and the suspect could be anywhere now. Authorities are offering $80,000 for information. The Army is investigating another deadly helicopter crash. Last week, three soldiers were killed and a fourth injured when two Army Apache helicopters collided in midair and crashed while returning to Fort Wainwright, Fairbanks, Alaska, after training exercises. The cause of the crash is still unknown. The Federal Reserve issued a 102-page autopsy report on the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. It split blame between bad decisions by SVB's management and its own inadequate supervision, which ideally should prevent bad management from collapsing banks. In a separate note, the Fed's vice chair called for stricter regulations to prevent future collapses. Speaking of future bank collapses, regulators asked other banks for their best and final offers to take over First Republic, the mid-sized bank that's floundered and seen its stock drop 97% since SVB's collapse in early March. It's possible the FDIC will seize control and hand over First Republic's vault keys to the highest bidder as soon as today. The White House held its annual correspondence dinner Saturday, which began with President Biden addressing the two journalists being wrongfully detained abroad before turning lighter. Host Roy Wood Jr. skewered both sides of the aisle, while Biden poked fun at himself. This dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.